Hello and welcome to Raise the Room podcast. I'm your host, Danica. Here at Raise the Room, we are trying to consciously raise our kids, re-raise ourselves, and by doing so, raise the vibe of any room we walk into simply with our authenticity. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Raise the Room. I'm your host, Danica. Today on the podcast, we will be talking to two sisters from Wolf Island, Ontario, named Sam and Mickey. Sam and Mickey have their own podcast called Our Manifestation Journey, where they document their play with the law of attraction, trying to pull in all of the things that they want in their lives and showing you the ups and downs of the process. They have amazing courses and programs and are coaches in manifestation, but they have their own passions outside of just being manifestation coaches, which I think really brings a unique element to their whole process. Sam and Mickey actually live together with their husbands and Mickey's three boys on Wolf Island in Ontario on this beautiful property called Pike Farms. You'll hear more about it in the episode. But they're bringing a whole new definition to the idea of modern day communal living. It's really cool. And if you follow them at all, you'll know all about this. We talk about our manifestation journeys, origin stories, essentially what got them starting to try all of this and how it has transformed their lives since they've begun this journey to try and up level their life and fill it with joy and abundance, as they like to say. And honestly, we have just a nice conversation about it all. So nice that it goes on quite long, which I'm feeling a little self-conscious about, but I'm just surrendering and letting this conversation be as it is. Sam and Mickey have given Roomies a really generous code for their upcoming course called Aligned for the month of June. It's going to expire at the end of the month, June 2023, and the code is RTR25, and that's a 25% discount off of their course called Aligned, which you'll hear more about in the episode. They also have Becoming a Conscious Manifester, Speaking Your Truth, a podcasting course, which I took and really, really recommend. And then an upcoming course is called The Successful Projector, which Mickey and her friend are doing and I will be a guest speaker on. So stay tuned for that. You can find Sam and Mickey on Our Manifestation Journey on Instagram or OurManifestationJourney.com where you can find all their courses and programs and to contact them. Oh, and the podcast, of course, anywhere you can find podcasts. I do want a short disclaimer as their audio actually sounds better than my audio and I think I'm realizing it's because I had my hair down. I stupidly like wanted to look cute and looked cute but my hair I think got in the way of my voice sounding really clear and strong so it's okay it's just not top tier and it's funny because they have their own podcast so their stuff is really really high quality and my guests definitely have better sound on this episode than I do but such is life lesson learned you know I'll just stick with my messy bun for recording episodes with people. I have been loving the feedback from listeners, so thank you so much for all of you that have sent DMs or emails. Please keep them coming. It really genuinely makes me feel seen as a projector and all the work that I'm putting into this labor of love, this podcast, so thank you so much. And I don't need to extend this episode any longer than it already is, so without further ado, here are Sam and Mickey from Our Manifestation Journey. 
please excuse me while I interrupt myself to talk to you about ways that you can work with me, Danica. You can sign up for a human design session with me where we go over your chart in depth, either a level one or a level two reading for those of you that have a little bit of base knowledge already. You can also sign up for a reading to get your own chart and your child's chart read or really any secondary chart if you'd rather it be your partner. All of these sessions are in-depth overviews of your human design for those of you that want to go deep in understanding your design. For those of you that just want to dip your toe in the water, especially in regards to understanding your children, I have human design parenting courses. These courses are tools to put in your toolkit to try and understand the little humans that you are raising in regards to their type in human design. These courses are broken down into four easily digestible segments, totaling about 30 to 40 minutes each. You can stop and start when you like, and we'll walk away with practical strategies for how to work with your child's design instead of against them. I've put a lot of love into these videos, both in my understanding of human design, but also my understanding of children from being an elementary school teacher and a mother going through the thick of it just like you. When you purchase these courses, you're then also given access to what's called the remainder reading where I go over the main elements of your child's chart, which then equates to having a full level one reading done of them. This reading is only available if you've already bought the Human Design Parenting course. It's very exclusive. Even though my website is currently under construction, this is still where you will be able to book a reading and find the courses, danicamarie.com. That's Danica with a C or in my Instagram bio link tree at raise.the.room on Instagram. All right, enough of me. Let's get back to the episode, which I guess is more me. <laughs> okay, Sam and Mickey, this is sort of a long time coming, and I'm really excited to do this with you, um, my Canadian podcast inspiring lovely ladies that have mm. helped bring me here. So I'm excited to introduce you to my little crew of people. And I think to start off, we're going to go over both of your designs, but I want you to say hello first. So maybe they can hear who's who. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Sam. Um, I'm going to introduce your human designness. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, so we are sisters. I am 16 months older than Mickey. I am a 4-6 generator. Um, I'm sure Danica will, if you're new to human design, welcome to the right podcast. (laughs) Um, She's going to explain what that means. Um, And yeah, I host a podcast called Our Manifestation Journey with Mickey. That's me. Sure. Hi, everybody. I am currently feeding my four-month-old baby while on the show, which is the beauty of podcasts because you can't see it. Um, <laughs> poor Danica is getting a topless podcast interview Woo! with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Mickey. Sam introduced. Yes, we host the podcast together, our manifestation journey. I am a two-four projector, um, which I think is part of the reason um, Danica, you and I kind of started to really like talk to each other and get along. Um, I think particularly when you found out about our living situation, which I know we're going to get to, but you're like, how are you doing that? (laughs) As a projector, what's going on over there? So many questions. Okay, So true. And I'm going to clarify for everybody to make sure they hear 
um, who you just spoke with was Mickey, kind of like Mickey Mouse, not Nikki, but Mickey as in right. Kayla. <laughs> and right. I think when people hear your podcast, if they don't see for a while, they're thinking it's Mickey with an N, <laughs> but it's okay. not. Mm-hmm. It's cutie pie Mickey. So yeah, we'll get into all the good things, but I do want to do a little brief overview of both of your human designs um, because when I found your podcast, it was clear that we were like-minded in our, I guess, love of human design and how it's helped our lives. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, I was really drawn to your sisterly relationship because I have a very similar one, although we don't live together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So Sam is a four-six sacral generator, Yes. 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 This Mm -hmm. is so funny because I, now you're going to be like my fourth or fifth generator that I've interviewed. So I feel like listeners of the pod who are going to be called roomies. um, Roomies? Yeah. Love it. (laughs) We're all roomies. Are like really well, what's the word, versed in what a generator is. I'm going to skip just even talking about what a generator is because I have a billion times except for that they need to know that you're here to pour into your joy. And it's Mm -hmm. so clear with what you do over there that that is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And sacral generators are here to listen to their gut instincts. That's how you're meant to make decisions is tune into the bodily sensation that you get when an opportunity comes your way. And Mm -hmm. as a four, six, four means you're a networker. This you're also like my fifth fourth line that I've had on here. So, mm-hmm. which is so classic that like the first handful of people that I'm interviewing are all fourth lines. Cause it's like a network number, right? right? Yeah. It's exactly. all about keeping your social connections close and receiving beautiful opportunities through the depth of relationships that you cultivate with these people. Mm-hmm. And you're meant to discern who is in your circle and who is not. And you know, pretty quickly who is meant for you and who isn't. Mm-hmm. And then the sixth line is like the experimenter. So three-phase life is what you have as a sixth line. And from zero to 30, you're learning by trial and error. You're trying things out, might not work. You're here, there, and everywhere in the sense that you might feel pulled in a bunch of different directions and interests, but it's because you're meant to kind of expel your energy out for those first 30 years. And then when you turn 30, into the second phase of your life, you sort of rein all that you've learned in Mm -hmm. and are able to rely on an innate wisdom that six lines are born with, but that takes sort of a backseat (laughs) for the first 30 years. That wisdom is like a little bit hard to access because you're meant to hit bumps in the road. And so it's always really interesting to talk to six lines about what the heck was going on in their lives when they turned 30. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's crazy actually I didn't we obviously didn't know any of this human design stuff before um you know when I was turning 30 yeah but like good grief Charlie Brown you know like when I yeah 29 actually when I was when I was 29 it was like this a life-shattering earthquake that I kind of experienced in my life. And then 30 was when I was like, okay, I survived. Now I know what I, what I want to do moving forward. And since 30, I'm 34 now, it's all been about me crafting my, my unique skills, my abilities. Like I do know what I want now. God, it's just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> now it's about honing in on those things for me and um, becoming successful with them, growing them, building them. It's like, oh, I think I'm in this stage. It's like, I haven't figured it out yet in terms of success, but I know that I'm on the right path and that feels so good. I love that. And did you notice once you turned 30 and sort of you turn that page a little bit, do you feel like now people come to you more and they seek your counsel more and they sort of look to you as a role model more than before? Because that's also a natural part of the second phase is people start taking notice of this energy that you've pulled in for yourself and wanting mm-hmm. in on that. I I think as the older sister, I've always felt like I've been a, a counsel for, for people. So mm-hmm. I feel, feel like that's been a um, maybe a, a, a thread, like a lesson thread through my entire life so far. I think mm-hmm. being encounter- I, I went to school for behavioral psychology. So mm-hmm. I went with this intention of being able to help people with their lives and to understand life better. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's kind of always been a part of my experience. I love that. So it's mm-hmm. always been there. Maybe now since post 30, you maybe feel like and I'm speaking for you, so correct me if I'm wrong, that the counsel that you're giving or the way in which you're able to help people like is more firmly planted on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have two legs. I feel like I have two legs to stand on now, Mm -hmm. even though I was being asked for things and I could give it. Now I'm like, oh, come to me. What's what? Tell me what your problem is. I will. I'll help you with it. Yeah. Like I've probably been yeah. there. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Okay, beautiful. We're gonna go um over to Mickey now, who is my fellow two four projector. But you're extra special because you're a mental projector, and that doesn't mean fully that she's crazy, but maybe just like a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so two four, as you've heard already, is a really interesting sort of balance to navigate. The two is called the hermit in human design. You're meant to be alone. You're meant to recharge in a space that feels safe for you. It also means that certain things come naturally to you and it's hard for you to see what those things are, but it's obvious to the people around you. And as a fourth line, you're here to share those natural gifts with your community and your people. But in your life, you need a real balance of alone time and quality relationship time. And then being a projector. So she's a projector that lives in a house full of people, <laughs> in a house full of people. And we'll get to that. So I I love actually having heard your story, how learning that you were a projector really clicked things into place. And I believe the word that you used to use prior was squanchy or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, have that's to tell, the word. we'll have to tell people what that means. Cause I felt like that, <laughs> that story of you traveling is so hilarious and true. Yeah. But yeah. when you're a mental projector, you have all the gifts that a projector has, which is being able to observe things keenly and seeing things from a bigger picture perspective Um, being sort of the bird on the branch, looking down to the situation. Um, But being a mental projector means that all of your energetic activity is going on sort of in your brain. So there's tons of thoughts going around and you really want certainty and to be able to um, be able to say like, yes, this is what I know. But 
the key there is that it takes you time to understand what it is that you know, and you have to be in the right environment in order to get any sort of clarity. So kind of like reflectors, one of your best strategies is a change of environment when you're needing to shake things up, get clarity, get out of somebody else's energy. And then as a second line projector, both parts of human design that you need alone time, plus being a mental projector, like you definitely need to have a little nest to retreat to. And yes. you're a mom of three boys, which <laughs> yeah, like three, three generators, yeah. like one man, Jen, two generators. They're, they all have line fives. So there's a, a two, five, a five, two and a five, one. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and then you're married to a man, Jen. And I'm married to a man, Jen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all the people in the house are so generators or mansions, except for our mother, who's a projector. So she and I bond, oh. but she's a spleenic projector. So she's got the okay. energy and I can't keep up with her. Yeah. Um, but then we burn out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you spleenic too? Yeah. 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 She burns out hard and then yeah. she'll be like in her room and we won't see her for like 24 hours or she gets really sick. <gasps> oh. We're just like, calm down, but she's just, she's so busy. She's busy. Well, before I get into, I want to get into the living situation. I want people to understand that um, it's really cool listening to your podcast and how your gifts come together. Like Mickey's bird's eye view gifts. And when she kind of, she like spews truth on the podcast, she channels Mm -hmm. and it's really, really beautiful to witness how how you are able to take situations and see them from a certain unique perspective. Mm -hmm. And I love that Sam as the generator, who's the listener and responder kind of takes that energy and does the generator thing with it, which is like raise it up and make it sort of accessible for everybody around you. So it's a really cool dynamic the two of you have. Mm -hmm. And I'd love for you to kind of expand on your living situation. And then this will really illustrate what's going on over there Yeah, because people are probably like, so they're in their thirties, but they live with their mother and there's some (laughs) children. Like I'm sure there's question marks right now. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I want to address the squanchy nickname and the travel story. (laughs) So I'll address that first because it kind of leads into how we all started together. Yeah. 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 So um, I've been, the nickname has been squanchy. Actually, Sam coined it because of the tip of my nose is really squishy. And Sam is, if we talk about love languages, Sam's love language is uh, physical touch. So, and mine is like, it, it is, but mine it isn't. Is not. It's I'm like, I just get uncomfortable when she hugs me. There's like a whole episode on this. I need to get better at it. I still need to get better at it. Anyway, she would just come up to me and like, just like tap the end of my nose and be like, it's so squishy. And I'm like, you need to not. But like, this was when I was what, like 10? Like we were very, very young. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. young. Yeah. Children. Yeah. And when she discovered this. But then this term started to evolve as like a term of endearment, but they would use it when I was like kind of fussy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we, so Sam and I have worked together almost our whole lives, right? Like yeah. We worked in restaurants and, we started dating both of our respective now husbands, but boyfriends at the time. We worked in a restaurant. We all worked in this restaurant together. We would work together. They were bouncers. We were cocktail waitresses, um, which is crazy. Now that I think about my energy and like, it's nuts. I, yeah. I can't. Even. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's a side note. Mm-hmm. Um, so we worked together. We spent all of our time together and then we decided to travel together. Um, so we, Nick was the one that suggested it, Sam's partner, Nick. 
um, said he wanted to go and look at six countries in Africa. And I was like, whoa, like that seems seems intense, but okay. So the four of us decided to do a camping trip in Africa, in six countries in Africa. And so you are with each other like 24 hours a day. It's wild. Um, and like we're sitting on a on a coach bus for and so, sometimes the driving trips were what, like 12 hours, 12 hours, like, like 12, 15 hours, knee to knee with you know, those people with, with, with each other, with the four of us. So like, you know, Mason's feet would be up in Sam's lap and like, (laughs) that's my husband. Like, you know, they, we had to get really tight. Um, and it was how much, six weeks. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So it was six weeks. And then at the end of the six weeks, we didn't hate each other. And we were like, okay, even if we live together, this would not, it would never be this extreme. It would never be right. <laughs> Mason's feet are not going to be in Sam's lap for six weeks straight if we live together. Like that's not going to be a thing. So like we were like, okay, like this is there's potential here. Um, but let me backtrack for just a second. So the flight to get to Africa, we had to fly, we flew overnight to the Netherlands. Was, yeah, like wasn't that like Iceland, I think. Something, something no, like it was like Norway or, or something. Maybe it was Amsterdam. Yeah, it was like north so we landed and it's like still dark out and like you know it was just it was just darkness just constant darkness and so everybody on the plane didn't sleep right sam didn't sleep you got like maybe a couple hours nick didn't get any at all mason got two so there's this video that we're we literally have documented video footage of this where like we're going around the circle so it's like sam how how much did you sleep and you're like three hours and mason's like i got two nick's like i got none and they're like squangy how many did you get and I'm like, my eyes are barely open. And I'm like, six. <laughs> <laughs> I got the most sleep out of anyone, but I'm the one that's the most exhausted, the most mm-hmm. emotional, like, and all of this, like, I didn't know, right? I didn't know at the time that I was a projector, but this just carried on. Like, so we did end up buying a house together and moving in. And the whole plan initially was for us to, go to school. Sam and I wanted to buy a house before we went to school. And then we were going to sell the house and use the money that we made to pay off our student debt. That was the plan. Um, But then we just really enjoyed living together. Everybody just played their roles in the house really, really well. And, you know, all the bills were cut into a quarter and we're just really happy. And we had both gotten married and then I started having kids and it's just like, it just kind of evolved. And then of course we outgrew that house. So now we're in this new house that we manifested. which is crazy. Um, but then once we were here, we were here for a year when I realized I was a projector. Yeah. About a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I found out. And it was like like game-changing information for me. Once I started like explaining it to the house, they were like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this makes so much sense. Like even our husbands who aren't into this world, like they're very yeah. supportive, very sweet, but they're not like yeah. human design experts. But yeah. when we were explaining to them, like she's a projector, she needs to nap. Like they were like, yep, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we didn't need human design for that. Yeah. Like we could see understand. That. Like, yeah, sure. But if what it did was it, it validated me, right? Because I'm in this, this house with all of these like energetic, like hardworking, mm-hmm. you know, motivated. They just want to go out. Like we had a New Year's morning one time. It was New Year's Day. And you guys all wanted to go into the hot tub and have mimosas and have like a great, and it was snowing. And so they all went out and I'm like, guys, I'm done. I'm exhausted. <laughs> You're I, like, I had serious FOMO. And I was like hard on myself and being yeah. feeling like I was lazy or whatever, all of that back then. Now I'm like, I would have been totally 
personally validated. I wouldn't have felt yes. guilty at all. I would have totally understood that I was burnt out from the night before yeah. and I needed to to rest, right? So yeah, human design has drastically changed my life. Yeah, you're yeah. like, I stayed up past midnight last night, you guys. Like, can yeah. I get a Bravo here? <laughs> like, the party is right? done. I was awake for multiple hours. Normally I'm asleep. Exactly. That's and so like funny. I would need and all the people I was around and I need that space to recharge. And so it is it is an interesting question to wonder how it all kind of works together because my role, it's funny that we talked about this with the four of us, the episode with the four of us. Everyone's like, I cook and I clean. And I'm like, I oversee the morality of <laughs> like I'm the essence leader of the house. <laughs> kind of. Like, but I it's funny though, like everything that you were saying about being a two-four, I'm like, I feel extremely validated by what you're mm-hmm. saying. Cause mm-hmm. that bird's eye view, that's where I live. Yeah. Like, and I love it. Right. Yeah. Easy to to be that way in the house, yeah. Like to see what's going on and to see the big picture. And we've we've experienced conflict. I mean, particularly around the time where you were going through that mm-hmm. twenty nine to thirty stage, there was some serious conflict going on in our lives and our family. And my instinct is to do be that bird's eye view. So anytime that happens in the house or it happens with the kids or school or whatever, I'm able to to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so and now knowing that again as a projector, I feel super validated because I'm like, this is my role. I'm not going to pretend to be the workhorse of the house. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I do get my alone time, I cherish it because it's not, it's not as often I would like, particularly with a four month old Um, and I can burn out. So, but the fact that we have the language around it and everyone is aware makes it a lot easier for me to ask for that time and receive it without feeling guilty. I love that. And that first, that episode, when the four of you were talking, I was yelling at my phone when it got to the point of you trying to explain your role in the house as like a fellow projector and sort of knowing a little bit about your dynamic. I was like, oh my God, she is poor thing over there. She's not getting any validation. She's not seen at all <laughs> like, uh... for what she, what she brings to the table. And I messaged you. I sent you a big fat DM after. I was like, this is what your role is in the house. Let me tell you. (laughs) And it's funny because as a projector, I don't want us to sound self-important by any means. Lots of people have the gift of being able to see things from a big picture perspective. But as a projector, our use of energy is to guide and adjust what's happening. It's like to up-level things to make improvements. So because of that, we have to see things from a little bit of a different perspective. And yeah, I just remember being like, I bet you in the house, she's the one who's sort of the emotional barometer. She can tell where everybody's at. She's intuiting like who's going Mm -hmm. through what, who needs what. And yeah, it was just funny because I I reached out to you after and I was just like, girl, let's talk (laughs) for saying it's so true because the roles get they get labeled as like as the physical um duties in the house and that's fair yeah like I get that you know and I do pitch in when I have the energy to absolutely but it's not what I'm known for that's for sure yeah I mean I'm not having babies I guess I do even Sam (laughs) even Sam like even though she may be physically doing more you bring a lot to the table um, from what I understand in your ability to like listen and hear um, people like you were talking about your sort of gift of counsel. And that mm. obviously when you're talking with your husbands about what's going on in that house, that wasn't brought up, but that's there. 
right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam, poor thing. She's my soundboard. Mm-hmm. Like Mason, it not get me wrong, but like now knowing again, being a mental projector, that's my, that's what I need to do. That's my strategy is soundboarding with my loved ones. And so, especially because Sam and I are like, you know, when people use the word, like I'm obsessed with this, you know, yeah. we genuinely are obsessed with up-leveling our lives. Oh, okay. I'm like, what is she? I was like, what is she going to say we're obsessed with? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like <laughs> this world of manifestation and we're development and obsessed with a up-leveling our lives. Yeah. We are like, like every can we day. Swear show? Can we yes, swear? You please we, swear. Swear. we are fucking obsessed with it. <laughs> every like, day. It's like, it's like, it is an obsession. It's like, it's like race day every single mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? like, what'd you figure out? What did you dream about? Yeah. Like, what <laughs> are you doing right now? What did you listen to? This is my meditation. This is what I learned. Like we are Absolutely. constantly up-leveling ourselves. And obviously the goal is to lift the whole house with us. Right. Mm-hmm. And our husbands are receiving the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. And our mother, well, she lives with us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Actually, but- well, thank you for that segue, yeah. because that is what we need to talk about. What the heck are you guys doing over there? What's the mission? Mm-hmm. What's the goal? Like yeah. your yeah. podcast is our manifestation journey and you've been living together since your early twenties, the four of core four of you. And then it's sort of expanded now into children and mom coming back in the picture. Yeah. Let's paint the picture for the listeners. What you doing? What are you guys working um, on? Here you go. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of the podcast, we started the podcast uh, 2019, the fall of 2019, after we had just went to an Abraham Hicks conference. And on the same weekend, because the conference was held in Boston, we also went to Salem. So we got to experience the all of this new age world that we we didn't really understand the... Um, they call the like it, wow, it's big. <laughs> like <laughs> Is there's a lot. You mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. so much to it that we just. We, I guess we kind of knew about it, but we didn't no, grasp no, the no, no. the intensity of it, and yeah. you know the, all the teachers, all the books, all the podcasts, human design, energetics, it's, spells, potions, um, psychics, psychics. Yeah, just all of it in one weekend. Really, we yeah. experienced all this in one weekend. And we had actually wanted to start a podcast a year before, and it was going to be about just us living together because we thought, well, this is kind of fascinating. There's um, two couples living together. It's not a very common living situation, but it didn't really like, it just didn't really motivate us or something. Something about it didn't really click. And then after we'd come back from this weekend, we're like, okay, if we now know that we are the creators of our lives, let's document our... Um, action within this this world of manifestation. Let's document it so that people can follow us and be like, oh, that's how they did it. Like, oh, that's how they went from a small wartime home to a lake house on the water with five bedrooms and four bathrooms. I don't know. Six bathrooms. See, I can't. I never yeah, I know, know the number. But like, that's how they did it. Because we want, we so often see and like our experiences of successful people as we so often see them at the top and they talk about how they got there, but we wanted like real time what's going on. So we started documenting our podcast at the beginning of learning about manifestation. We didn't come in as experts. We're like, so we've heard about this thing called law of attraction and we're going to try it. So we started doing potions and spells and we had witch night on Halloween and Ouija boards. And like, we just started 
did we did like, all of everything. the things in the beginning and like yeah. crazy energetic purging like do you remember when I walked into your room like Gollum yes so good and like walked into her room like you came in the middle of the night, night from a night out or something yeah Sam came in from a night out um and she's not someone that like drinks to the point of throwing up that's not mm-hmm. something that either of us do it's we, we were just we're foodies we love wine it's just but it's not like yeah who can get the drunkest and blackout and pass yeah. out not our vibe so it's Sam <laughs> oh my god what were we it was like right after we started I think it's like episode four or something and we're <laughs> like, like finding like episode. side effects of this up leveling stuff is like purging mm-hmm. yeah. so Sam like she like hobbled into our, my room at like three like, in the morning like, it's dark in her room there's a light obviously <laughs> behind me and I'm like crawling in her room like I looked like Gollum you know <laughs> Like, help like, me. help me. What did you need? Like, Tylenol or something? I knew there was going to be drugs next to my bed. Yeah, drugs yeah. on your bed. Yeah. So I was, I just had a baby. So it was oh, like, yeah. I was dealing with, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, there are drugs on her nightstand. <laughs> I want to get them. So purging, like, because you had drank and then what, what was. What it was just a really dramatic response that my body had i think you okay. had like one glass of wine oh, yeah it was too like, crazy and i'm like my body was just taking this opportunity to like let go of everything so yes i, I what it was funny about it was that i really was okay with what was going on yeah and that's why you we were laughing about it because you I was, knew i was like i know what this, this is, is about. purging this is just me releasing energy because at that stuff. time yeah yeah at that time i had just discovered Catherine's and kina manifestation babe if you're not sure um and she was talking about money that I'd never heard before, like the relationship with money and everything, like all of these new ideas started coming at this period of my life. And it was dramatic, you know, and hilarious. So we were documenting it on the podcast. And um, I think our mission in the beginning, it was like, watch our success, like watch us become successful. We don't, we know, we don't know what this path is, but this this is our goal but now i think it's kind of switched to you know the the podcast is so beautifully named because it's our manifestation journey it's everybody who's listening we want you to be inspired to live your dream life too like this Mm -hmm. whole thing is like we're doing it so that you can do it like we want to bring as many people as we can along with us for this ride so that they're improving their lives. They're up-leveling too. They're making more money. They're finding the love of their lives. They're finding their dream home. Like all of that. We want all of that for everybody. Mm-hmm. And our intention is to bring guests on our show, to um, read books and tell our audience about it. Like we want to bring you along. And like the documentation, like Sam said from the beginning, it makes it more relatable. It makes it attainable. Because you mm-hmm. know when you, you hear someone who's like clearly figured it out and like has taken the time years later, they're like, I've been doing this for 25 years and they're speaking. You're like, wow. But to think about yourself being there just feels so out of reach. Yeah. Right. It feels so far away. And you're like, I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. And so we were inspired to start this show. Cause we're like, let's help people start. Like if you find us, you know, three years later, you can go back and listen to day one, square one. And that's what it's called is square one. Cause we're mm-hmm. like, we don't know where this is going to take us. We know nothing. We are admittedly not experts on this at all. Um, but hopefully that inspires them to take similar steps in their lives. Like we quit our jobs pretty quickly mm-hmm. after we started this work. 
which is, and like, again, I think it was like episode five or something. It's like caution, like this work is going to make you want to quit your job, right? (laughs) Because you're going to want to pursue what lights you up. You're going to like, that's what this is all about. It's living in your highest expression of yourself, living your joy, your purpose, your passion. So (laughs) if you're not living in a job that fulfills that the whole time you're in that job, you're thinking, why am I in this job? Like I'm wasting my time because you've been awakened to what's possible. Mm -hmm. So that happened pretty quickly for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then we've really focused and lean into the, the show, the podcast, this documentation, um, I've been able to manifest working on a film set, like a proper film set here in Kingston, Ontario, which if you don't know where that is, that makes sense. Like no <laughs> one knows where it is, <laughs> but the industry found me, like I have, you know, I was pregnant. I had two kids and I didn't have to move to Toronto or New York. I manifested this incredible experience here at home and it was amazing. And Sam's manifest crazy stuff. I don't know. I'm probably answering your question that's like coming up. But what I want to say is like, it does work. Mm -hmm. Like when we initially started, we're like, does this work? Yes. The answer Mm -hmm. is it does. And when we initially started, we're like, you know, we want to manifest a bigger house. We want to manifest our dream cars. But what we didn't realize was it's not about the stuff at all. It's about up-leveling yourself as a person and embodying this next higher version of yourself, which takes a lot more work. It's like rewiring your brain. And like that is as challenging as it sounds. Like it's it's not something that you can be like, oh, well, I tried manifesting it and it didn't happen. So it doesn't work like one time. It's like, no, no, like this is a complete restructure of who you are, mm-hmm. but it's you're embodying the person that you want to become. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, obviously I could talk about it like, all <laughs> um, but that's no, we did not assume that that's how it was going to go. Like, we're like, oh, we'll try this visualization stuff and crystals and spells and we'll get our new cars. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's some of it. But whoa, like we're gonna we turn were- into Gollum <laughs> as well, and then maybe we'll get something. <laughs> I can yeah, p- exactly. imagine you two walking out of the Abraham Hicks like conference, like thoroughly disheveled. You know, like hair's a little wild. Like, what did we just experience? <laughs> and, yeah. and then it changed your lives, which is so cool. And I think one of the really beautiful you know, elements of your show is a principle that I like to live by both in parenting um, and life. And Dr. Becky has taught it to me, which is the two things are true or multiple things can be true, which is like, you can be up leveling your life and visualizing and getting the car and the house. And at the same time, you can have days of extreme doubt and like, you know, what the fuck moments, which what's so special about your podcast is that those are out there for us to hear that it's not just a straight, straight line ascent, you know, it's a here back, double back, flip, jump forward around again process of us wondering if, believing in ourselves is enough if the moments where we're in the retraction phase are enough to make us quit all of it. Like we get to hear that in your voices and your life experience. And it's so special because it is a journey and it's all things are true. Like overall, you can be progressing and still have really tough times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. one of our episodes was, we're not supposed to tell you this, this <laughs> yeah. over a year ago, over a year ago. I don't know. 
a year and a half ago. I can't remember this. But we, Sam and I had launched this like coaching container that we were going to provide for people and no one signed up. And we were like, well, (laughs) (laughs) and like, so we documented, we're like, are we even supposed to document this? We're like, we're not supposed to tell you that no one showed up. You are the people that are supposed to be buying this thing. Yeah. None of you showed up and we're fine. It's fine. We're not, we're okay. (laughs) Since then we've had much more like successful events, but I mean, it's for us. I mean, for me, I feel like it's a rite of passage as an entrepreneur, like that you put something out there no one buys it and you're like, okay, but there's that test, right? Where you're like, am I supposed to be doing this? But we also knew that we were not ever going to keep this from the audience, right? We're not going to lie. We're going to tell them exactly what's happening. So we told them, <laughs> but it's it's super authentic, like you were saying. Yeah, I love it. It's really unique and special. That was such a, a thorough way of explaining how you got to the podcast. But did we cover your mission statement? I would. I we, think we danced around it. I yeah, think we might even have different ones. I'm not sure. I think. Oh, that's like, kind of true. We we have one that we obviously agree on with the show, and it's this. Um, to inspire people to yes. to do the same to up level. Um, that was the purpose. In yeah, inserting yeah. it. But for me personally, I see it as what, like we said, kind of at the very beginning, you said as a generator, I'm like, get to follow my joy. And so for me to make money doing what I love, that is like, I don't know what else could be better in life. Like that is what I'm here to do. And I want to push the boundaries on what people think that they can make money doing. So I want people to see like, what's your joy? I love petting squirrels. Perfect. (laughs) Make millions of dollars doing it. Like (laughs) I want that to be the takeaway. Yes. I want that to be the takeaway. I want you to understand that whatever it is that lights you up, you can be paid to do. Because I, I think that we we don't believe that as a society. We believe that money comes with sacrifice. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Money gets to come to us when we are in complete and utter joy with what it is that we are doing, no matter what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. That is my like my and that, if that's another like sorry to sorry to interrupt you. Um that's like another addition to this this mission is that you know we're not your average quote unquote manifestation teachers because it's not yeah. both of us are using this this modality in separate fields. Mm-hmm. Like Sam is an entrepreneur, she hosts a community um of I, I don't I know your old tagline, I think, like bespoke short-term yeah. rentals, is that right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if she changed it. Um, <laughs> So, but Sam, she's this incredible leader in this beautiful community of extremely talented, what, intalented? Intelligent and talented. <laughs> um, short-term rental hosts. Um, and like the, the properties are absolutely insane and we can get to the things that we've manifested here in just a minute. Um, and like I reference, like my goal in life is to work on film sets. I want to direct feature films. Like that's my, my long-term trajectory. So not only are we documenting our obsession with this modality, but we're doing it in fields outside of the modality, right? Because there's so many teachers that are like, I'm going to teach you how to make money and be in the vibration of money and manifestation. And, and then that's how they make money is like teach, right? Which is great because that's really helpful. And we've, we've used 
you know, those teachers teaching. We've taken those courses. We've taken those courses. We've read those books and they're very helpful, but we wanted to prove that you can do this in any industry, not just the self-help industry. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I mean, as a teacher, I can say the like, those who can't do teach, you know, <laughs> have you ever heard that before? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, which is not accurate, but I, I do think that the fact that both of you have these passions outside of this really cool podcast that you're doing, um, adds something to what you're sharing. Like I know personally, when I heard that, you know, Mickey, you were into directing and Sam, you're into hosting and and also sort of like meditation and stuff. It does round out the, um, the like appreciation as a listener, because, you know, sometimes you can kind of your ego brain or your negative brain can go to a like, oh, they're just selling us this manifestation stuff so we can buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is something there in knowing that like you're using it outside of just selling mm-hmm. us the shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. It's true because this is how we test it. Yeah. We test what we're doing with the things that light us up. So for example, I just manifested this amazing trip. Oh, yeah. This too. is a really good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell your story, Sam. Younger um, sister vibes right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, please do it. I'm just going to interrupt you, but go <laughs> ahead. Not even- sorry to cut you off. You're just telling it's story. like... <laughs> Um, and it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a long story. I mean, like, it's just that I manifested this trip to Colorado in April and it was coming off the heels of my birthday. And I was like, I want to celebrate myself more. And I wanted to, you know, hop on a plane, like, you know, buy my own plane ticket, go see my friend, go stay in a cabin, have a really great time, like have a really nice weekend together. That's something I've never done for myself before. And I'm, you know, looking at my bank account, looking at everything. I'm like, how am I going to make this happen? What I ended up doing was I started to use this method that I had developed a few months ago, but I started to use it actively. Like I had initially developed it to use it passively. So when something happens to you, you can bring your vibration back into alignment. But I was like, I wonder if I can use this actively because right now I'm wanting something, but I'm feeling in my body that it doesn't. (laughs) feel like it might be possible for me. So how could I change my vibration right now in this moment? And I did using this method. (laughs) And that night when I'm going up to bed, my husband reminded me that I had gift cards, like flight gift cards in my nightstand. He's like, "You, you know that you have these two gift cards. I'm like, I completely forgot about those. And so he's like, look, like, and so I open up my nightstand. There they are. I look up the flight that I want. I put in all of the information. Like this is the time I want. This is when I come on and come back home. Like the flight was perfect. I didn't have to do a red eye. I didn't have to do any connections. It was just the perfect flight. And the total was $4.97. And my (laughs) cards were $4.97. Oh my gosh. No. Not a penny left over on my gift card. (laughs) So I was like, Okay, so I figured out a way to align my vibration with my man- the thing that I want, with my manifestation. I have figured this out, and I can do it actively now. I'm not going to do it passively. As a where, response. Like, yeah, like as a, as a like something has happened to me, my vibration is off, I need to tend to it. It, it works, works really well for that, yeah. but it also works when you're just like, I'm going to do this brave thing. It scares the shit out of me. How do I get myself into alignment with it? So 
but like that is an example of us using our show to say like see look I'm not it's not about it's not about us teaching you manifestation in the sense it's like I figured something out that you can learn too and I applied it to something that I was really excited about like going hanging out with a friend in a cabin in Colorado like and all of that came true so that if that like helps with the distinction of how our show works like that's what I'm really yeah but I think for you with the show it's in your gene keys Mm -hmm. that says if someone isn't documenting your life you should (laughs) do you remember that actually says that whoa yeah Yeah. so I think for Mickey it's you feel so like I feel like the show feels like a part of you or something like you feel so and you are a storyteller, you are a film director, you're a filmmaker. So I think that it's in her body, the show. Does that make Soul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. the one that like, you know, I book all the guests and I do all the tech and I I run our team and like yeah. that's I, I run the show basically, but Sam, I need Sam. She's my soundboard. Yeah. Um, and Sam's doing all the work too. Like Sam's reading all the books, right? Right. Like I don't have as much time to read the books because of my three kids. So yeah. Sam, I'm like, here's a book, read this. And like, tell me, tell me what you've learned. And we talk about it on the show and we have the authors on the show. And like, so we each have filled our roles and that's taken time. Yeah. Like yeah. for yeah. us to not, not feel guilty about who's doing what. And like, we've documented that on the show as well, right? I, was gonna, I literally was going to be like, if you want some inside scoop, they've got an episode on their biggest fight about OMJ. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> that was right before I had, a, I went yeah. to the podcast. So it yeah, was like yeah. heated the moment stuff, but again, yeah. Oh, yeah. very oh, yeah. authentic and, and a really good example of how, when you're building something, it takes people a while to like stand firmly in what it is that they bring to the table. And yeah. figure it out as a team. Like, okay, how is this flow going to work together? Mm-hmm. And it yes. takes some bumps in the road sometimes to get there. And yeah. as sisters, what's nice is you can just straight up hash it out. You can just be <laughs> yeah. sisters. You can be teenagers yeah. who've stolen each other's clothes and are like, fuck you. How are we going right. to do this? <laughs> Maybe that's not how you did it. But it is a little bit of a different dynamic when it's your sister. Yeah. yeah. Um, to know that there's that foundation that you'll always come back to. Yeah. Um, but as a listener, it definitely was really interesting to to hear that side of things. And and part of it was that, you know, Mickey, you were you were feeling very invested in the show and you felt like it was the right place and aligned for you. And you weren't necessarily feeling the same thing back from Sam. And so I think it relates to what we were talking to, because um, as much as you are into directing and you want to get into doing feature films, also, what you are doing is part of that. It's part and yeah. parcel, right? Yeah, You're like, creating an experience for people. And that really shows in what you put forth into the world with this podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's it's a really great for me. It's a beautiful interim because, mm-hmm. you know, films, they're projects. They're not like a salary job. It's projects yeah. that you get offered to, to be a part of. And I can't commit full force as a director right now raising three kids at this age, it would be, I wouldn't be around. No. So I'm, you know, I'm re- really blessed that the industry is starting to build here at this point because my kids are small and I can grow with the industry here and that's all great. So in the interim, this show is like, it's everything for me because it's, it, it is my creative outlet. It's my soundboard. It's, I'm so much more motivated and invested in my self-development and that documentation and bringing guests on the show. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm like, I have this, this, this gift that I get Uh to share with everybody. And I'm extremely passionate about it. And I have, I've seen visualizations of what it looks like in the future, 
Um, and so that's the interesting thing about both of our human design charts is me from, I just have my Ajna, my third eye and my crown defined. That's it. Everything else below is completely empty, which means I take on the energy of everybody. And that's what gets me exhausted. Sometimes, um, it can also energize me, but Sam is empty in her head. (laughs) She's got like undefined in her Ajna, undefined on her crown. So what I'm certain about, there you go. So what Mm -hmm. I'm very, very certain about Sam is not. And so we've, we've clashed about that. I'm like, how do you not know this? And she's like, I don't know. And it's like, ah, like, you know, if only you knew, if only you knew, like Mm -hmm. I know, and this has happened before. Like when you were getting married in France, Mm -hmm. you were like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I'm like, Sam, this is a no brainer. Amazing idea. Like you're doing it. Um, you know, like why would country of romance? Like, (laughs) oh no, terrible idea. (laughs) I'm going to regret this. She's like, I don't know if I want to make people go. I'm like, dear God, stop second guessing this. It's a brilliant idea. We're going, you're never regretted. It's amazing. So like we had, examples of that in the past. And, but the difference is again, being in this world of self-development, being in this world, that's what it is. This manifestation stuff is self-development in disguise kind of. Um, but like we have the language, right? So when Sam's like, I don't know, I'm like, I get that. I get what you know, but you also need to trust that when I see things, yeah, I see them like they are certain they are going to happen. If we stay on this path, this is what it's going to look like. So I am so driven by that vision. Like I can see things and I'm like, Sam, we're going to be on stages, like speaking to people. We're going to be on panels. Like we're going to be traveling. We're going to go on the road. Like I'm telling you, this is where this is going. So like, just stick with me, (laughs) stick with me, stay, stay on this path. And that's what it's going to look like. And don't you think, and I'm probably projecting here, but um, having this is just really special as a mom because it's not a mom thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I I know I spend a lot of my time talking so about true. parenting, but like, thank goodness I have something that is for me, something I'm passionate about that I get to do outside of motherhood. Because when your kids are young, it's really all encompassing. And I think that it's important for us to understand ourselves outside of the context of being a mom and have passions outside of, you know, making sure our kids are doing what, you know, are bidding. (laughs) But I think, I think that that also is a big motivator, especially for us projector moms, where it kind of equates to some alone time, some time where it's like, this is what I'm doing doesn't involve them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's the conversations that we're having are so Mm -hmm. evolving. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not sitting in here like gossiping, like we're sitting here like talking about learning and, you know, what we're understanding in the world and what lights us up and the things that we're struggling with. And like, it's just, it's this rich conversation that yeah. has to happen. It has to happen it's in order to keep show. the show going. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we yeah. have to check in with each other every other week. Like it's yeah. essential mm-hmm. for the show. Um, and I have broken down like yeah. uh, a year after my second born, uh, he isn't the greatest sleeper. Our firstborn is, and luckily, knock on wood, our third, he, he's, he's a good sleeper too, but Charles is not a good sleeper. So, um, I was burnt out by that for, by the end of that first year. And I wasn't prioritizing my passions. I was like, I was just mom and hard. And we had, you know, we had George and then we had Charles, uh, they're, they're 15 months apart, just like Sam and I. And that was not planned. (laughs) 
um, which is great. Not an act like, you know, yeah. we're not sad about it's it. All, it's all good. Right. Like, you know, it's yeah, everything's all worked out, but it was really challenging for me. And I, I sat Mason on the couch. I broke down and it was about, it was at the year mark. I had just finished breastfeeding and I was bitter uh-huh. and I didn't know, I didn't know as a projector that that is what that's, that is my sign, but I was yeah. so bitter and I yeah. was angry. And I was, I said to him, I'm like, I'm sorry, but our children are not my passion. They're mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a terrible mother saying that, but the, and there are mothers where their children are their passion and good for them. You know, they're all over Instagram and TikTok with craft ideas. And I'm like, <laughs> good for you. Like that's, that's your passion. That's inspiring. Cool. Maybe one day I'll do that. I probably won't, but like, maybe. Yeah. So like, thank you for that inspiration. But like, I'm not that mom. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm a mom that has completely separate passions from my children. And my goal, my hope is to model for them that they can pursue their passions no matter what they are, no matter where they are in life. If they have kids, like I don't want anything to stop them yeah. from pursuing what it is that lights them up. So I'm attempting to model that also while being around, like I do work from home, like you know, I do get my odd mom guilt moments and Sam's like, you're breastfeeding every two hours. You're with your kids. You're fine. <laughs> oh, I know. She said to me the other day, she's like, I don't know if I spend enough time with you. I'm like, you're four month old. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but what do you, what do you mean? Like yeah. you're feeding every two hours. I'm so confused. I'm like, yeah. how can you spend more time with him? Like, tell me how that could even be possible. Like, yeah, he sleeps next to you. Like what? <laughs> but that you do is... mom guilt. It's not logical. Like no. it just, it's a thing. It's part of it. it but is. yeah. Anyway. Thank you for sharing that. Like I got full body tingles when you said my passion's not my kids. And I think that authenticity is needed in the world and that truth is needed. And um, because I'm somebody who talks about parenting so much online, I think people assume that of me because I want to show up right for my kids. But I would say the same is for me. And this is a season of my life that I'm very grateful for. I love my kids. I was meant to have kids. And yeah. I have to mentally tell myself, like, it's the weekend. You're with your kids all weekend. And you can have fun. <laughs> like, you don't have to look at it as a chore because it does feel like that sometimes. Yeah. And I really am trying to be conscious and shifting my mindset about, you know, like this is the time where they're here and you're home and you cannot constantly be living for bedtime. Yeah. I cannot constantly be making my joy yeah. happen after bedtime. Right. Because I'm missing it. And I will one day be one of those annoying ants that goes, oh, it goes so quickly and making my, you know, niece cringe. Like, right. because it does. But I, I need the joy and abundance in the times that I'm with the boys too, even though I have passions outside of that. So, yes. and you're going to be okay. able to be more present with them yeah. when you fuel what it is that lights you up. 100%. Like, when I when I come out of a podcast, I've got energy to go yes. and listen to them and play yeah. with them. I have more energy than my husband does. I ta- we t- tap out, yeah. So he goes and does what he needs to do to like yes. feel productive as a man, Jen, because he's got yes. a million things to do all the time. So I'm like, go knock off some things of your list. I'll take the kids and I can be here and be present. But yeah, I'm not a good mom when I'm around them all the time. I'm not. I'm bitter. I'm resentful. I'm exhausted. And again, having more of this language as a projector, but you know, I'm not a good mom. I need yeah. to be 
I need to be in and around the things that make me happy and bring me joy. I want to be mindful of your time and my time. And I'm not good at that because I can talk about this stuff all day long. Like I feel like we <laughs> just true. barely scratched the surface and we're okay for the moment because we're expecting company, but she's not here yet, right? Yeah, I know. So we're okay. I'm okay if you're yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about some stuff you've manifested? Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, the biggest thing I think on our show that we share is manifesting our house, mm. which has just been amazing. Mm. Like, it, it, <laughs> it, I don't know. I, I follow I, Pike Farms if you want to see yeah. what their house is. P Y K E Farms yes. on Instagram, and you will yeah, see yeah. what the hell they're talking about. It's yeah, it's amazing. So- yeah, it is amazing. And last week, also Sam designed it, and that's why it's so pretty. Um, yes, like yeah. that needs to be said because yes. when we got it, you can see we have a live video. You can see what it looked like. Yeah, actually, when we got it. Yeah, versus what Sam's done to it. Oh, that I is- haven't looked at that. I wasn't so gonna I- say it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did design it. Um, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. So, but like for example, so we live on the this beautiful lake. It's actually called Source. So we. Where our house is, it views the lake. And just to the left of us is where the St. Lawrence River starts or ends, depending on Yo. your perspective. So we live at source. That's of, what it's called. Like yeah. the, the term is called. The term is called source, source of the like St. Lawrence. Where the water and the lake, yeah, where the for, lake and yeah. river meet. For our non-Canadian um, listeners, this is like the birthplace of what is now like colonial Canada, but also it was really, really um, important to the First Nations people even prior to that. So, right? Like mm-hmm. the St. Lawrence River in general, I'm just saying. I just want to yeah. put that out there. It's a, the a major. Lakes. And yeah. the Great Lakes, major deal. Yeah. Yes. So we live and we have this beautiful view of the lake. And then just behind our house is this this gorgeous barn it's a t-shaped barn the time it was built is the largest barn in canada and it used to be a dairy farm it's kind of resting now but since living here we've been adding to our funny farm we have six six sheep we started with chickens and we have now we have six sheep two goats four llamas and we just got two horses last week and that was a really beautiful manifestation for me because when i was really young, um, I had this beautiful desire to ride horses. And we're talking really to big... a live horse girl, everybody, just so you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horse girl. <laughs> so I don't like I'm I didn't grow up on a farm or anything. Yeah. I just had this desire to spend time with horses and ride them. And so I was super young. Um dad took me for lessons and um one day I remember where I was, he took me into the bathroom into her our house and told me that he couldn't afford to pay for it anymore. And usually I would be like, you know, as a kid, try to mask my emotions and make my dad okay. Yeah. But I couldn't at that age. I just couldn't. I was so upset and he was so upset. It was horrible. Like it was like a inside out core memory for me of like <laughs> codependency failed you. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> and you had to do what you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't contain my emotions. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, I'm 34 now and the way that it synchronicities happen, these two horses are living just like I, every morning I look out the window and I can see them like, this is crazy. And not only do I get to spend time with them, but they're both rideable. So I get to ride them too. And I can ride them whenever I want. Like that so cool. is such a cool manifestation. Yeah. Of- 
same. Like, and, and that just, that just like, more. it just happened for you. It's not like you sought the horses. Like, I didn't even have to pay for them. No, because somebody, the person who's living, um, we can see their house from our property. They're kind of like up the hill. They bought one of the horses. So when they look out their window, they can see the horse too. And it was his dad's old horse. So I don't even, he just, he's like, can I buy a horse and leave it at your barn? And it's like, well, yes, you can. Yeah. As long as I can keep my horse in your barn. And we're like, that totally works for us. Like, yeah. That's a beautiful full circle manifestation. Like, I love that. Yeah. And when you say that you've got, like, you look out onto the water. No, no, no. Um, Their living room window looks like a boat. Like, you are on the water. <laughs> the view Actually. is amazing of one of the Great Lakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it feels stunning. like you're on a boat. You walk yeah. in the house and you're like, I'm on a boat. Yes. And it's Lake Ontario and it behaves like the ocean. Yeah. So like sometimes it's calm, but like sometimes it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like in the winter and stuff, we can experience pretty crazy storms. Um, but I mean, it's it's stunning. And it's it's a property that um belongs to my husband's family. Um, so Mason's uh great uncle lived here. Um, so we purchased the house from him. Uh, and they gave us a really great deal during COVID, which was or it was just before COVID's like real estate peak happened um but yeah we moved in to this house a year after starting this manifestation stuff and it's what's great is you can go back and listen to those episodes where we're like i'm so frustrated like this house is too small i just had another baby like we don't have room like we're just like like you can hear us like freaking out and like coaching each other and supporting each other and maybe we should try this and i don't know and then it happens right it happens and we're like clearly blown away by it and then you know sam slowly i'll actually never forget it when you the day that you started i was sitting in this office and it did not look like this and started painting the stairs and i was like oh she's just doing it she's just she's she's going for it she's just she's committing and uh i was like you know asking her like how are you just you just know what to do. You're just, you're just doing it. And she's like, yep. Like she was just in full on now that I know. Generator she was, mode. she would, but she was the one with the vision that time. She had the certainty. Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. Cool. And she's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And she, and then you could just see it have this ripple effect through the house. And the next thing we knew we were all having a meeting in here and it was like, yep, we're doing the kitchen and the living room and we're doing it like next week. And it's like, oh my God, like, you know, my mom, like she wasn't like fully living with us at the time, but we're like, can you please stay for a couple mm-hmm. of weeks while we do this renovation? Because I've, we've got the kids and I was trying to start the show and like, yeah. it was, it was madness in here with the whole, the whole, you know, the plastic wall yeah. and like, you know, like <laughs> the, the dust and like, it was wild, but it oh. happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like the whole, the whole renovation was so fast. And the next thing we knew we were living in this Again, thanks to Sam, like magazine worthy house. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so surreal to be living here and to wake up here every morning and look out on the water. And it doesn't get old. Like yeah. and you know, being with in community with others because of it. So you've got your families yeah. there and the boys get to grow up with, you know, their auntie and uncle and grandma. It's really, really special. And yeah. I think um I think this is a really good time for you two to talk about your offerings because if you want some of this, let's let's <laughs> yeah. get you signed up for some courses because yeah. really cool, really really cool. Yeah. 
Well, what we would love to offer your listeners is um, a seat inside Aligned. So this, I kind of, I mentioned it earlier in this episode of this method that I have discovered. And this is, this is an accumulation of several books that I've read. And I was looking for something that was practical, something that we could use in real time, something that we could use consciously. So, so often when we do this work, it's all about subconscious, like past lives, old stories, which is fine and healing. And I see the the value that it has, but I wanted something that was like, I could use in real time yeah. as, as it related to um, my vibration and any manifestation that I, that I wanted. Um, so it's called the alignment method and it's available inside our course aligned. Aligned is actually composed of three different classes. So the first class I teach you the alignment method or And then in the second class, Mickey shares such valuable information about um, relationships. Because again, like we've lived together as a foursome and we have so much knowledge um, and success with relationships. So we talk about the alignment method within that class, but um, how to use it, how to use it when interacting with other people. But we also, Mickey brilliantly shares all of her wisdom around um, how she creates really healthy relationships mm-hmm. and then the third class is friggin' sweet it's <laughs> um nikki's a channel she's a channeler we didn't talk about it very much on the show but nikki channels messages for anybody so you can schedule a call with nikki and she will channel a beautiful message perfectly crafted for you in the time and space that you are right now um but so in this class we actually teach you how to do it yourself and she mickey has taught me um, how I can learn how to channel and receive messages for myself. So it's a super juicy, really value-packed course um, that we would love to give your audience 25% off of for the month of June. Love that. I'll get the code and everything in the show notes. And then their website has other course offerings you can um, buy as well. And yeah, I, I should talk about, I'll talk about the other two briefly. There's yeah, do it. Conscious Manifester. Yeah. Uh, so that was our first, the first course we ever did was Becoming a Conscious Manifester. And we just decided to put all of the information, like a Coles Notes version, a, a reduced version um, in a, it's a three, it's another three class course yeah. um, that talks about the science behind manifestation and like so we're not like, we're not, this isn't woo woo, like bullshit. Like it's, there's actual science behind proving what it is that you're doing, what we talk about, what it means, like physically in your body, what's happening when we're talking about your vibration, mm-hmm. um, your chakras, like we're, we're breaking it down from the science perspective so that you have the, the certainty of the foundation of what we're talking about. And then day two is about uh, manifestation steps. So like how, how to manifest and break it down step by step. Um, And then the third day is about managing, managing your vibration in the outside world. I I kind of call it the unfuckwithable day, like how to be unfuckwithable when you're using manifestation. Um, So that's uh, becoming a conscious manifester. So that's on our site as well. And then the other one is the podcast course that um, Danica took. Uh, so that's just a one class thing. So you can just take that. But it, my goal for that was my intention was to help whoever wants to start a podcast that you do it in an aligned way. So it's not just the practical steps, but it's also supporting you in using your voice authentically. Mm-hmm. That's the goal there. Mm-hmm. So that's all of our offers, I think. Well, oh, and your Sway Club. Sway Club and you have something, but I don't know if you want to share it. Um, and friends. Share. Oh, there's all the things happening. Okay, but we you have to go to our be- website. 
Yeah, we have to be mindful of time only because my stupid computer battery. Okay. Okay. Just go to our website. There's lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear after. That's so cool. But And I also want to share that um, Mickey did a channeling session for me, which are you still doing those? Can you book those? Yes, I am. Yes. And actually, it dawned on me, even though, okay, Mickey's not listening now, but (laughs) I'll share that um, her word in my session, she channels a single word and the word was study. And it was like, study, keep learning, keep going, yada, yada. And then I ended up, this is way before I thought I was going to do a podcast. I ended up taking her podcast oh, so funny. course. Oh, my yeah. Word, study. And that's so funny. It's crazy. Yeah. I just think it was really neat how, because I think when that word first came through, I was like, I don't know, like I am, I'm studying human design. Okay. I guess I'll keep going with that and um, studying myself, but it's actually Right now, I'm. It's dawning on me how full circle that is. Mm-hmm. That now yeah. I'm podcasting with you after you having taught me that and me having to sort of <laughs> study and and it, it actually um, makes sense because I really wanted an editor for a pod, the podcast, but I ended up doing it myself and learned how to do it because yeah. you know for whatever That's reason. Really so cool. yeah, so it it was special and I, I highly highly recommend it. Anybody mm-hmm. signing up for a session with you or any of your courses, you guys are really p- putting quality, beautiful offerings out into the world. And it's neat to see you do it together. And it's, it's neat to see the authenticity that you both bring to the table because of it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do our quick this or that. Okay. And then, and then, um, yeah, that will be that, but don't forget the code that they've given you all. And I'll put all of where to find you, um, in the show notes, because you have Instagram, you have a couple of different platforms. You can, um, let me know what you want me to share if like the hosting community and stuff is that too. So mm-hmm. first things first, we're going to go in order. So we'll go just cause I'm seeing it this way. Mickey will answer and then Sam will answer. Okay. Okay. Yep. This or that mountains or beach. Beach. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I'm a sun baby. I'd say mountains. I yeah. love it. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Sorry. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> both. Okay, I know. I'm a firmly both too. I love yeah. that. Coffee or tea? Tea. <gasps> <laughs> like ne- neither? What? Well, you I don't drink one of each. Every yeah, I know. Day. I know. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't drink coffee or tea every day. Well, I don't know. I've I love it. Good decaf coffee. Like I know no every coffee drinker is like, what? That's a decaf. Count. Yeah. Yeah. I like decaf coffee too. But this I say coffee. You're my first ever like not coffee response. And I've got two in front of me. And so that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, a vacation or a staycation? Vacation. Vacation. <laughs> Definitely. Love it. Get uh, me out here. <laughs> passenger or driver? Passenger. Driver. Like if we're talking about a car, not in life, but driver in life, passenger in a car. <laughs> yeah. Like when we drive, I like when we're in the car together, I drive. I love that. And that was Mickey. Mickey's the driver. Okay. Um, pizza or tacos? That's not a fair question. I know. You really can tell a lot about a person with this. Okay, answer. if they're both in front of me, yeah, I'm gonna choose tacos. Oh, yeah. I'll just eat the pizza and we can share. Okay. <laughs> you you are cheating. <laughs> you can all have a bite of your taco. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that. So good. Okay. 
um, attend a party or host a party? Host. Host. We want all the control. Yes. <laughs> we want to control the food. We want to control the music. We want to control where it is. I love it. When right. it ends, get out by nine o'clock, please. <laughs> so good. And don't expect me to come to the morning after party, okay? No. No. <laughs> um, uh, sharing food or fingers off my food? Fingers off. No, I'll share. I won't. But... <laughs> I mean, I have to have full control of when I share. Yeah. Like if I'm starving, stay away from me. <laughs> but like, if I'm like, cause I'm the type of person that orders three things at a restaurant, right? I'm like, I want salad. I want fries and I want oysters. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, then it's like, you yeah. can have some, but as long as there's enough food for me, if it's all <laughs> then like, no, back off. I relate to that. Um, Android or iPhone. iPhone. What is, I think you guys have already answered this, but what is something that you're regularly craving or looking forward to or obsessing over? What's like something that's looping in your mind that you want all the time? Are we talking like Anything. in life or yeah. like food? Any- <laughs> well, I think saying food gives a pretty good idea of what's looping in your mind. That's hilarious. Um, I'm Anything. Answer how, what you think is sort of in your consciousness about regularly, like Okay, well, money. No, I was gonna say cash. Yeah, yeah. Obsessed. Just cash. Yeah, I love it. I'm we're like, that. yeah, we're mm-hmm. we are. It is no secret if you listen to our show mm-hmm. that yeah. that's been our cash tra- trajectory this whole time. We're Good like, feeling, cash. Just yeah, cold hard cash. <laughs> I relate to that. No apologies. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, my silly computer battery. Okay. Um, hope for the future. What's one hope each of you have? for the future, your future, whatever rings true to you. Do you have one? Yeah, but it's going to be all like mom and machine. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually was saying this to Sam last night. It kind of just went on a little bit of a rampage, but my hope for the future is that I, I kind of led kind of with this a little bit earlier, but I want to live in a world, I want to model this behavior for our kids that they can pursue whatever they want that lights them up. Like, I want this to be a normalized thing. Like, everyone pursues exactly what they want to do. And like, yes, I'm I'm really motivated with my kids, but really anybody that I come into contact with, if I get an opportunity to get this message across, this is what I want. My hope is that it's normalized. That everyone pursues their passions and your passions can change. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you have one passion and you have to stick to it. Like you just pursue what lights you up every single day. And that's the norm. That's my hope for the future. I think I have the same one as Mickey. Like I want everyone to do what lights them up. Just, I think the world will be such a better place if we all Uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. And if the restrictions that sometimes we feel just like weren't a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you'll, what will happen is the moment that you commit to pursuing your passion, the universe will start to move those restrictions out of the way. Yeah. I love it's that. True. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. My friends, my cross country friends, this has been so nice and I could talk forever, but like I said, my battery is yelling at me and I don't want this to cut off and not do it justice <laughs> because um, I really appreciate your authenticity and your vulnerability today. And I will share all of the places people can find you. And thank you so much for the 
the big fat code you've given our listeners is 25% for the aligned course, which is really, really special. You guys have won for the biggest discount offered so far. Um, (laughs) That's Um, awesome. And I want to say that for all that you're doing and all that you are, thank you for always raising the room. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time here with me today. If you'd like more, please follow along at raise.the.room on both Instagram and TikTok. Or you can go to my website, danicamarie.com. That's Danica with a C. Here you can book a human design session with me for you or your child, or you can get one of my human design parenting courses that helps you understand your child's human design type. They're designed to help you work with the child you have instead of against them. And finally, if you're still here, this would be the point where I'd ask you to rate and review the podcast, except just saying it out loud makes me want to die. So instead, I'll say, please share with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. And finally, Let's always remember that with all that you have to offer, you will always race the room. Can't wait to chat soon. Bye.